righty then, we're back. Got to move right along here. We got people waiting. Wine stains. What have you? I know there's many ways to take wine stains out. Have you? What have you? You heard, Carly? Um, I've heard OxyClean. Oh, there you go, OxyClean. <laughs> okay, this is a relatively easy one, and everybody's got it. Pour on Morton salt and watch it absorb into the salt. Oh, pour on Morton and watch it absorb into the salt. That's interesting. So just make sure you always have salt with you when you, you're drinking wine. Yeah, well, know what's your house like when you have people over and they're getting a little stupid. <laughs> you know, make sure you got the little cane all more yeah, salt yeah, yeah, on, yeah. The, on the <laughs> counter so that you can, you know, you can do accordingly. You're going to so. have salt piles around your... <laughs> there you go. Well, that's easy, easily to yeah. wipe, but just make sure the dog doesn't go and, and lick up all the salt piles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Twofold. That, uh, yeah, his uh, uh, heart will have a... Go nuts with all the salt and then he get a little drunk on top of it. Hey. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Barb. Okay, Barbara, you there? Yep. Okay. So what it is is that, uh, because like I say, to everybody that's walking with dogs with harnesses out there, if the dog walks very nicely on a harness, you know, where you're not restraining them, there's no problem with the harness. But if a dog doesn't know how to walk on a leash politely, then you need a training collars to teach them, you know, to that this is where I need you and don't go beyond that point. Okay. And now with the Aussie coat, they got a little bit more density to the coat. Okay. They, you can use a, what's called a star mark collar. You can get that online. Star ST. A-R, Mark, okay, and then you want the large one, and then also pinch collars, and a lot of people think those are dastardly, and I totally believe them, but I don't fit them snug. I fit them so that they slide over the head and slide off, because you should always be able to put your hand between the collar and the neck of the dog, because uh, then that tells you the dog has the option to, uh, you know, to not listen, and then he's going to get a correction, or if he's paying attention, there's no collar pressure, and so that's what all my collars are fitted that way, because that's like I said, instead of steering the dog or restraining the dog, we want the dog to think, all right? And so then, like I said, that will start working on, you know, give it a pop. Uh, and that's why a, a lesson, a private lesson or whatever type thing would get you started so you're using it right. Because if you don't know how to use a collar right, you're going to say right away, well, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, so like I said, you can set up a private lesson up at my place or some by the trainer closer to you. But the whole thing is, is, you know, so that you, you know, you start moving forward and, and getting this dog manners and then and one thing will lead to and to another thing, and hopefully then he'll be a better, you know, a canine citizen, right? Okay, yeah, because right now I can't even imagine sitting in the vicinity of another dog because he whips himself around into a frenzy. He can't be anywhere near another dog and oh, wow. see it and not be doing that. Okay, yeah. Um, what you could do is you bring a squeaker toy. He starts to go whip in a frenzy, squeak the toy. Hey, 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 hey. Redirect him. Hey, I'm over here. Let's go over here. Okay, try, try. The more he can lock and lock in and focus, the more he can, he's loaded and then the more he can react. All right? So the thing is, is to get his mind off of that and get him onto something else. Don't sit there and just wait like, are you going to do it? Hey, look what I got. Squeak, 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 and then go, you know, get, oh, what is this? What's over here? You know, get, get him uh, out of that situ- situation so that he doesn't have a chance to react, all right? Because okay. the minute they dip and stare, they're going to they're gonna react. And so that's why, like I say, an obedience class will help you a lot, you know, get you organized and get the dog organized, and hopefully then we can de-escalate this, and it should get better and better and better for you, okay? Okay, so you you don't think that 
Or you do think that even a dog who's like this can eventually be friendly with other dogs? Not no, we, I didn't say that. I just said you don't be. Uh, you know what we're hoping here is not to be reactive like okay. he is right now. That's what we want. Right. There, there are many dogs that you know have maybe one or two play buddies, and that's all who they all they can get along with. But at least they're not being reactive to other dogs. They just you know well whatever, and they just pass by. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's what that's what we yeah. want to work for here. And so they but now truthfully he could have really hurt those dogs if he had a chance you know he could have really really you know done some major damage and so that's why it tells me i think he was just as surprised to get to the other dog that the dog was having being gotten you know (laughs) and so that's why like i say we can work on this and anything's possible you can get him a lot better he may never be great great like you know loves everybody and blah 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 but we can definitely work and just see what we've got okay yeah okay okay kiddo you you betcha have a great day yep bye-bye bye-bye Alrighty then, but so that p- folks are, you know, reactive dogs. A lot of them are caused by dog parks and doggy play groups. They got snarked at, and then all of a sudden they don't like their own kind, and so they see their own, and they get locked and loaded, and want to take them out. And so that's why, you know, the best thing you can do is just find play buddies of family, friends, coworkers that your dog and their dog get along fine. You have play dates together in your yard or their yard. And all that do- every dog needs is just a couple friends. He doesn't need a bunch, all right? Because it's really hard to make friends in the dog world. There's so much that has to come into play. So anyway, and I don't care. Oh, my dog has so much fun. They usually do until they're two years old, two and a half. They start getting more pushy, and then three, well, at about three years and older, they are they do not like it anymore. They just take me home and get me the heck out of here, and then they become snarky with other dogs because when we're young, we're, we're more goofy and we just not don't take things to heart. But then as, as we mature, we're, we're a little more sensitive, and things can go amok. All right, okay. Who's up next? Okay, we have Maggie on the line, and Maggie has a question about her cat that's on a certain wet food, okay. but it's making the cat have the runs. All right. Okay. Hi, Maggie. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So, how old's the cat? Seven. And then, what is he on the? Uh, you say what kind of food is it on? Well, she was pre-diabetic. The vet said, based on her hemoglobin, so she's been been on a Prina Pro Plan DM okay. prescription. Okay. Um, one can twice a or. One can a day. Okay. And it just seems like now she's, it's always diarrhea. And then lately the gas is yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> and I tell the vet about this and they give me a syringe full of this white milk. It starts with an M. I don't remember. And that does help a little bit. Okay. But they only give me a three day supply. Oh, so it geez. really. Okay. Okay, now I'm not a vet, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, and this is a FYI to all people out there that have indoor cats, right? Okay, the thing is, is that feeding a, dog, a cat a dry food and they get overweight is what's going to give eventually diabetic, all right? So what happens is that now, you said pre-diabetic, that, well, that's good, it really is. But the biggest thing with all cats, cats uh, need to have a, a uh, no, they have no need for a dry diet. And that and usually fine until they're about five, six, and then they can start having problems, you know, with diabetes and such. And so all your cat needs is because it's pre-diabetic, you're not on any meds yet, is that you just, this cat needs a good grain-free canned cat food. You don't need that DM or whatever that you got, um, that was what I feel. And the reason is, is because now by putting them on the, the, the canned food, now you're not giving them the dry. Are you giving them any dry? 
No. Okay. Because now, remember, cats came from the desert, all right? And they're, mm-hmm. they're, they get their moisture from what they eat. And so that's why when people are feeding dry cat food to cats and then they say, oh, yeah, they drinks a lot of water, that screams that that cat is having problems inside. They can't drink enough to compensate for all the dry matter. So putting your cat in a good grain-free canned food and rotate it up. Don't feed the same, you know, fish only two times a week. Try to stay away from chicken for a while. Uh, uh, Nutrisources came out with seven new canned no chicken cat foods, which I'm so happy. I've been bugging them for years on that because I have a cat that's, you know, chicken sensitive. And mm-hmm. so anyway, um, and the, and the fish, remember the big fish has heavy metal content. We're not supposed to eat heavy, you know, tuna or, um, uh, tuna or salmon more than two, twice a week because of the heavy metal content. And that's the same thing with our pets. All right. Small okay. fish like sardines, anchovies, um, some trout, uh, you know, is, is better. But, that, but anyway, so by you just go switching it over to a good grain free canned food diet, your, the doodoos are going to be better and everything's going to come together a lot nicer for you. And then and also, too, I would get her immune system to boost up. And it's hard to give cats um, supplements. They're pretty finicky. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there again, if you go to that Wapiti Labs, W-I-A-P-I-T-I, Inc., uh, com, uh, they have some really great cat products that you might want to look at. And then also the, the SilverLiningHerbs.com. And so those, both of those sites are phenomenal. All right. But, but how the, did you spell the whippity? Whoppity. W-A-P-I-T-I Labs Inc. I-N-C dot com. And if you put in Katie Canine, you get free shipping. But their cat products are really, really good. And, and most of them are made with that elk antler velvet. And so oh, they perfect. do have a digestive for the cats. It can really help set the cat, you know, digestive, you know, track in a little bit of a better order. And then like getting some digestive enzymes for it too, that will help out. Because, you know, this is a lot for your cat to deal with. But remember, I'm not a vet. But from uh-huh. what I have done and done myself and through the years, I have, you know, I have turned my cats around when you know the vets wanted to give me you know tell me to do the whatever you know the prescription diets and such Uh like that so this is just going off of what i have done for mine and being that you saw the vet and that and like i said i would definitely try it and i think you'll see a huge but like i said uh, nutrisource have got seven new you know grain free with no chicken which is phenomenal Perfect. Okay, so just rotate in the food and try to get at least three different variety, or, you know, cans that uh, that the the cat will like. And you sometimes now is your cat finicky about switching foods? No. Oh, her, good. In fact, her name's Piggy. So <laughs> That's the way my Albert was. He, he, he came down on the floor. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I mean, he would even try to eat carrots sometime. He ate a zucchini one time that just blew my mind off. It's just like, <laughs> you are a cat, and you're eating a piece of zucchini. So that's why, but yeah, he could, he would eat anything. So that's pretty funny. But then there. Do I still stick with just the one can a day? Yeah, I break you know, it up to two times, you know. Right, right. And you, the five ounce, like the tuna size can. Now, my Albert, I gave him half in the morning and half at night. All right. Okay. And then now, because uh, this is just me, okay, I gave him half the can in the morning, and then I and I put the top on it, you know, so the air can't uh-huh. get to it, the plastic top, and I put it I put it on top, you know, on the shelf. I did not put it in the refrigerator because I feed him at nine in the morning. He's getting fed again at six, and there to me, unless it's a hundred degrees outside, there's not enough. That's you know, as long as you cap it, you're because cats don't like things that are cold either. And so, okay. if, and if you want to, if you do put it in the refrigerator and it comes out to eat, then put a little bit of water warm water on it to bring it to room temperature all right and oh, mix okay. it up because cats and dogs do not like to eat anything that's cold especially cats all right 
Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Give me a call and let me know how things are going. Will do. Okay, kiddo. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. Why did the boy eat toaster waffles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Why did the boy eat toaster waffles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Be back. Hey, thanks for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. And hopefully it's going to be Travin or Cabin. Okay, now those of you that have a cabin that's a trailer, you know, like on a lake or on land, that's called a Travin. Instead of saying I'm going to the trailer, okay, we're going to the Travin, okay? Those of you that have a garage that you may be built you know, into a cabin that's called a grabbin. Okay. And then there's people that truly that have a cabin, which is like a cubby cabin. <laughs> so we got trailers instead of going to the trailer, we're calling it the trabin. And then garages that you fixed up or, you know, made a cabin out of kind of garage situation. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a, a grabbin, and that's my my friend, uh, the Taylors. They have a grabbin, and then you've got cabins, and then if you have like a camper that um, you move from place to place, you can call it a glamper. You know, my glamper. Whereas instead of camper, you can call it glamper. I got a, uh, a whatever. Okay, okay. Why did the boy eat toaster waffles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Because uh, they're delicious. There you go. But think <laughs> about it. What do they look like? What are the waffles? They're circles. Oh, are they really? Okay. Waffles are circles. That's eggles. Okay, most of them are square. squares. Okay, his mom said he needed to have three square meals a day. Oh my gosh. Okay, there you go. And I'm sticking to it. I okay. love waffles. My favorite is Belgian waffles. I, I just put butter on them and just eat them like a, you know, like a treat. Love it. All right, let's get... <laughs> You're weird, but I like it. Thank you very much. I don't want any crap on my waffle, waffles. I just want... The butter, and I eat it. I just want right. the butter. The butter. Yes. Good butter. Yes. Okay, let's head for the phone line. Okay, well, we got because we got uh, we're going to be talking to the Fast and the Fury that's going to be coming up um, on May nineteenth. So if you're listening, don't worry. We're going to be talking to them and learning more about the Fast and the Fury. But I want to get a couple calls out of the way before we go to them. Yes, because people have been waiting so long. Yes. So, so we'll be talking about the Fast and the Fury. It's going to be held on Harriet Island on May nineteenth. But yes. in the meantime, what? Well, here we go. We're going to go to Connie, and okay. Connie has a question about a puppy that is barking. All right. Hi, Connie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper? Uh, she's a little pug. A pug. How old? She's going to be eight months and a couple of days. Okay. So when is she barking? Um, basically, anytime we uh, approach anyone when we're walking, um, she she goes to dog daycare um, since she was six months old, and um, she's socialize very well with the dogs there and the um, staff, but when I just take her out walking, she barks at everyone. She's not aggressive. I listened to the the stuff you were talking about with the previous caller. Right. Some of it made sense to me, mm-hmm. but I think part of it was is just the, the time of year that she was born, so she didn't get a lot of social interaction. It was winter. Yep, yep. But she is a pug, so she does need to wear a harness. Oh yeah, the Star Mark collar I've all put, I put on pugs. Uh, the Star okay. Mark collar is plastic. It's got little because uh, because with their fast smashing faces, you don't want anything mm-hmm. that closes tightly on their you know their their neck. And the Star Mark right. collar works wonders for Boston Terriers and for if you want the small, and then you just want to slide it over his head. You want to make sure it fits loosely, but not too loose where they can slip out of it type thing. But okay. but anyway, so the Star Mark collar works wonderful for those guys. 
But anyway, okay, so as far as barking, what it is, and my guess is that she's used to amping herself up and getting overexcited when she sees, you know, because of doggy play. And so what you got to let her know, you got to have a quiet word. So you can say quiet, you can say enough, and you got to deepen it and say, ah, quiet. And then I would bring a uh, plant mister, set it on stream, filled with water. And so if she starts to (laughs) bark, then you blast her at the same time, ah, quiet. And as soon as she quiets, just call me, say, thank you. Don't say good girl. That gets them all amped up again. Okay, just call me. Thank you. And then redirect. What's this? over here don't stand there and wait for her to are you gonna do it again are you gonna do it again redirect okay like oh okay. oh what's this bush over here let's go see what is this here's a leaf what is this so then that person couldn't go by and now we can go so what you're after is that when you see somebody on the path and she her head perks up ah, 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 quiet be nice now. Be nice. And so that you can just walk right on by, all right? Don't okay. let, when you're on a walk, don't let her meet every dog and person that she sees, all right? They, the dogs have to learn to just walk on by. Because when you're on a walk, your dog does not need to meet anybody, anybody, any dog or person that are, there is not going to be future play dates, all right? And so okay. if you stop and let them smell every dog and every person, pretty soon they amp themselves up every time they see another dog and a person. Oh, here comes another one. Here comes another one, all right? And so the thing is, is that just walk on by. There's plenty of, you know, you, it sounds like she's got plenty of friends and such like that. She doesn't need to make, you know, any new ones. And if people say, well, can I dogs meet? Say, no, I'm in training right now. You know, we just got to learn to that. We see other people and other dogs. We just can walk on by without her going into overdrive, right? Okay. And, so, and then make sure she walks with you. Don't let her scan out in front of you. At any time during the walk, you can stop and let her scan, okay? But then you bring her back in, and now you guys are walking together as a uh, you know what I mean? As a team, all right? Because as right. you are walking and the dog scans in front of you, he who is in front is a leader. He who is in back is a peon. And so now she's out there and she's got to protect you against all the world and she's got to say hi to all the, you know, it just it just escalates. And so when you walk together as a team, now the dog is looking to you for direction. You and, and the dog are a team. It'd be just like if you and I went for a walk. If I walk 20 feet ahead of you, okay, we're getting real bonding here, aren't we? You know, I might get part right. of your conversation you're not going to get none of mine after a while i'm going to be like you know you're no fun to go for a walk with i'm gonna find somebody else <laughs> and so that's why you want the dog to walk with you and then you know especially a pug you know they're, they're not exa- exactly noted for you know running marathons <laughs> and, I know. and so like i say just a plain gentle a good walk is all they need they don't need to be scanning out in front of you all right but like i said anytime you want them to be you know do the sniffies then you pull over let them do the sniffies and then you when you go back for your walk they're walking with you as a team okay okay that's the main mm-hmm. name of the game and so then the, okay. i can say bring that water bottle or you could try the uh, pop can rinsed out put five pennies in it tape the top of it shut and carry that with and if she's about ready to start barking shake the can ah, 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 ah. quiet as soon as she quiet very nice very nice and they'll get that growl in there ah, ah, ah. hey all right and so then pretty soon all you have to do is ah and she's gonna be like okay fine so just teach her that, you know, there's a time and a place for barking, but when I step in and say no bark or quiet or whatever, that because your goal is that you listen to your mouth and, you know, you're, no, you're quiet and you don't need the, the water or you don't need the shake can, okay? That's okay. your goal. So the first five times you say and spray or say and shake, then you stagger it. You give her a chance. Ah, quiet. If she doesn't, now you shake the can. Ah, quiet. And as soon as she looks at you, oh, thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Now, be nice. Okay, so that you got to stay calm. Stay calm. Don't escalate it with by yelling at her, all right? Yeah, I'm not doing that, but what I have been doing is is um stopping having her sit and then making I I'm saying like, you know, 
Okay. But if you if you think I need to get a little, use a more of a. Um, Is that real, working? No, it's not oh, working. Okay, so hello. <laughs> Let's try something else. <laughs> okay, but so give even, the. Go ahead. Well, even even like in our home, because you know we're just finally opening the windows okay. with this nice weather. Yeah. And so you even you, if she's she's hearing people walking yeah. by or whatever, same thing. You got you use the exact same thing. Ah, quiet. And if she doesn't say or spray, okay, you either shake or spray. Okay. Ah, 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 you know, she's got, she's got to learn she can look, but she doesn't need to be barking about it all the time, okay? Got it. And, and okay. then, and like I said, the minute you say quiet, she, okay, never mind, Mom. I'm all good to go. Okay? Because, uh, but yeah, just don't let them, you know, go on and on and on. Jump into their head there, all right? And then yep. try that okay. Starmark collar. You'll be uh, That's what I put all my pugs and Bostons into it, the small ones. And they, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, they're worth their weight in gold, I'll tell you. Because they don't close tight in the collar, and in the neck. And they got like little mm-hmm. triangles inside. So when you bump it, it's like poking the dog. You know, if I want your attention, I poke you. Okay, and then, yep. okay. So then what happens is that, and now if you don't give me your attention, I poke you harder. <laughs> and then pretty soon, what? Okay, with this Starmark collar, when you bump it, okay, it pokes the dog. The bigger the flick of your wrist, the bigger the poke. She might, has, okay. she, has she had a collar on at all? Mm, when she was a little, little okay. puppy. First, you got to reacclimate her to having something around her throat, okay? So just have okay. a, just put a plain buckle collar on it for, a, okay. you know, a, a couple of weeks so she gets used to that and then let her drag a leash around so she's used to stepping on it. Otherwise, if you okay. put that star mark collar on, she's going to wig out. <laughs> okay. So she got to re, reacclimate her to the collar, all right? And then okay. uh, you'd be really surprised, okay? Okay. Okay, kiddo, have a great one. Thank and you. keep me posted, okay? All right, thanks. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay, where are we at, ma'am? All right. Okay, oh, I took my glasses off. Now I can't wear my glasses go. Okay. That's not a good idea. I know you need it. to keep those on, I don't know my why friend. I took them off. I think I, can, I think I had itch. Okay, what do you call a stick of dynamite that keeps coming back to you? What do you call a stick of dynamite that keeps coming back to you? Be back. Happy me. We're not going to play it as long as you usually do because we got people waiting. Also, I got to remember next Sunday is Mother's Day weekend. Okay, so please, uh, you know, mothers of four-legged kids uh, or furry kids are should be included in that. So if you know somebody that has a mom of four-legged kids, please, you know, uh, get them a little something. And, and uh, just because. that It's because it's the right thing to do and kindness always pays. Also, to mark your calendar for June 3rd, I'm going to be at doing the show live at Urban Pet on Lindale. At Urban Pet on Lindale. That's June 3rd. And then Alexis is going to be there. The sore of you, psychic. And so hopefully you can come on I'm going to be there at 3 o'clock and then the show, doing my show live from Urban Pets from 4 to 6. All right, then here we go. What do you, well, oh, wrong one. What do you call a stick of dynamite that keeps coming back to you? Uh, think about it, think about it, think about it. That keeps, I don't know. A boomerang. A b- <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay, okay, all right. I'll give you that one. That remember was pretty- last, uh, two weeks ago I said, what do you call a stick that keeps coming back to you? Yeah. A boomerang. A boomerang. And this was a stick of dynamite. But this is a, di- yeah. Okay. I, think, I think this one made more sense because like, right. boom. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Excellent. I like it. Excellent. I like it. That was okay. good though. Okay. I like that one. We're going to talk about the Fast and the Furious coming up uh, Saturday, May 19th down at Harriet Island. And so we'd like to welcome Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Did I interrupt this beautiful sunny day that you get to talk on the radio? <laughs> uh, we, 
uh, otherwise we'd be outside with the dog. So. There you yeah. go. There you go. Well, I appreciate you call. You were supposed to come in earlier, but we had so many calls you had to get to that people were waiting. So I appreciate you taking the time to call in a little bit later. So tell us about the Fast and the Fury. Fast and the Furry. Furry. Oh, I oh, I see it's right in front of me, and I do that every time. Okay, the Furry, F-U-R-R-Y. There we go. Correct. Fast and the Furry uh, is a dog-friendly uh, 5K and 8K run and walk. Right. It's May 19th on Harriet Island in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, benefits people and pets. Um, we also have a pet expo. Um, that means there's vendors with uh, selling their goods and there is there food and stuff. Yep, exactly. So the, the, basically, the day starts out. We have an 8K race that starts early. That's our our run only event. All right. Um, we have a lot, uh, lot of uh, really really energetic dogs that can do uh, run an 8K race. Yep. But uh, after the 8K is finished, we actually have a separate race, a 5K, which is designed for little bit more uh you know leisurely the dogs can run they can walk we actually have had uh people bring strollers or backpacks and carrying their dogs for the event excellent a lot of fun and then sort of in between uh before during and afterwards of the two events we have the pet expo where we have sponsors and vendors and we have our benefiting charities have booths there that people can interact with and have a good time. It's a great morning on a Saturday morning in May, uh, May 19th this year. And is that Harriet Island, correct? Correct. All right. And so now is there any, is there a cost to the public to come to this? It is a uh, sign up currently right now is $40 to sign up for either the 5k or the 8k. Okay. Now that that's for if you're going to join in on the run, but can I just as a, a person, you know, show up and and take a look at the vendors? Is there anything any cost for me to come to Harriet Island and just hang out? Nope, not at all. We okay. actually encourage we we want as many people to come down and and take in the event and and interact with our sponsors and our vendors. Um, all right, so you know, the event typically brings in two hundred plus dogs, so it's a, actually it's a really entertaining morning to watch all the dogs. <laughs> and it is all sorts of uh, uh, um, uh, different breeds, varieties, sizes, shapes, every kind, every kind possible. Um, the, the for those of the, your your listeners that are interested in signing up and participating in the race, mm-hmm. uh, that includes a t shirt. Uh, we do have medals for our top dog and human finishers. Oh, yay. Uh, the dog, dogs get bowls and the med- uh, humans get medals. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and, uh, and all the dogs, every dog that participates also gets a bandana. Oh, nice, 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 nice. And then now they can, to find out more information on this, they can go to what? www.fastandthefurry. Furry, F-U-R-R-Y. Correct, yep. <laughs> .com. Yep. All right. Now, how many years have you been doing this? This is our seventh year. Oh, wow. That is way cool. And actually, this going into our seventh year, that we will top over $100,000 raised for our charity. So we're really excited about, you know, uh, uh, reaching that goal this year. So Now, when you say your, the, your charities, how does that the ch- charities go here? Yep. Okay. So our primary charity is People and Pets Together. Right. And what is that? That's a that they're they're a local charity that helps um, a pet food shelter that helps uh, out you know people that may have be having financial difficulties may not you know it enables people to be able to keep their pets 
and not have to necessarily give them up when they've run oh, into nice, financial problems. Oh, nice, nice. That's yep, nice. They're, they're a wonderful organization. We've been involved with them for many, many years. So, um, yeah, but other, beyond People and Pets Together, people can choose to fundraise, and we have fun, different fundraising teams for different charities. So um, People and Pets Together being our primary charity, they $10 of every registration goes directly to uh, People and Pets Together. Nice. However, we do have fundraising incentives right. that we put in place, and we encourage people to raise money, and they can choose to raise money for any pet Minnesota animal charity that they want to. Oh, nice, nice. And all this information is on the uh, on your website, right? On fastenthefurry.com, yep. All right, uh, furry, F-U-R-R-Y, furry, F-U-R-R-Y. <laughs> and this is going to be Saturday. Uh, now, what time does the event start? 8 o'clock. It starts, that's the first run? That would be the, what, the AK? The AK, yep. Yep, okay. And so, and then, so the gates, what time do the gates open? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. can come down and start registering if they choose to register on day of. We do have day of registration as well. Oh, nice, nice. All right. And then, because um, I'm going to be MC in that down there. So hopefully you have some good notes for the sponsors, and that's why I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, we do. We've got some wonderful notes for you. Thank and you. Include information about all the charities that are that are represented there. All right. And Nutrisource is helping you out. I know they're going to be having some goodie bags for the people that are, are in uh, you know, in the race also with the dogs and that come down there. So that'll be great. And they also have a booth, I think, for free samples for people that Correct. just come just to hang out. So once again, it doesn't cost anything to just show up and be a part of watching this event and then seeing the vendors and the eating the food and such like that. But if you want to participate, you know, do the runs, then that's $40 um, uh, a person, correct? $40 a person, but does include a T-shirt for the human and a bandana for the puppy. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's great. Okay, so we're going to have to keep pumping this. And so if they want more information, it's fast and furry, F-U-R-Y, R-R-Y. See, look at it. I still mess it up. Lick, you know, dot com. Mark, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and we'll be talking to you hopefully in another couple of weeks just as a reminder to keep everybody on their toes for this, okay? Great. Thank okay. you very much. You bet. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Fast and the furry, you guys. That was really good. So, and, and and I did not know this. Like I said, this is uh you know the seventh year, and I this is the first time I heard of it. And so it just sounds really really great. So I appreciate appreciate that. You know that's uh, a fantastic thing that they're doing. So that's great. So that's fast and furry f u r r y dot uh, com. If you want to register, or if you want to find out more information and such like that. So that's gonna be on at Harriet Island. And so start time is eight a.m. Uh, the gates open at seven. All right. All right, so where are we at there, Mr. Carly? Mr. Carly, oh, Excuse Lordy. me. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss Carly. Uh, we're going to take Shannon. We're going to start Shannon's question, because she has a question about a shepherd that's nipping at her. That's not good. It's okay, a, let's take her. It's a roommate's dog. Ooh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hi, Shannon. Shannon. Hello. Hi there. How, Hi. Old, how old's the pupper? It's about a year and a half. Okay, a male, female? It's a male shepherd mix. Okay, so what's going on? Okay, so long story short, um, at first, the dog was very scared. It was a rescue, right. so it warmed up to me eventually. It was great. I'd come home, jump up on me, hey, but as soon as I turn my back to it, it nips at the backs of my legs and barks at me if he knows I'm going away. All right. So after a while, I started walking backwards, <laughs> so he couldn't do that, and he started jumping up on me and okay. almost knocked me down the stairs, so yep. I stopped doing that. So now I've gone to walking normally but I hang my purse behind me so he can't nip at me 
Right. And if he knows I'm going to leave the house without paying attention to him, mm-hmm. he'll charge at me barking. Um, and then I'll go, ah, ah, you know, like, Good. like you told, yeah. you told me to do. And, you know, he backs off for a minute and then he does it again. And the owners just don't seem to think it's a problem. And like you said, you know, owners of animals, it's kind of like their kids. So yeah. I'm afraid to discipline their kids. You're right. And right. Upset them. So I don't know what to do. Well, I guess what I would do is get, I tried the plant mister, you know, uh, filled with water set on stream. And carry mm-hmm. it with you so that if he'd come, because what he's doing, a shepherd, people don't realize, you know, is a herding dog. Everybody thinks of it as a guard dog. And see, mm-hmm. it, there's there's a herding shepherds and then there's guardy shepherds. Uh, but the long story of it, they, they uh, herd by nipping, okay, by coming behind and pushing. And so that's right, what he's. That's how the owners dismissed it as, well, they don't want, you know, he wants you to keep us, keep you with us, you know, stay with the flock. Yeah, but no, I'm no, I'm like, no. I get that. But no, no, no. Is- this is unacceptable behavior, all right? And so that's okay. why I, what I would do is uh, fill a plant mister, fill it with water, carry it with you. And then if you if you turn and if you turn, blast them and go, ah, leave it. I would use the word leave it, okay? Because leave, it. You, leave okay. it is leaving you alone, all right? Okay. <laughs> and then what I would do is that, see what he does with the water. If he backs off, just call me. Don't say good boy. Remember, they get some all nutsy in the headsy. Yep. Just call me, say thank you, and just continue walking. Ah, ah, and be, you can feel them kind of ah, 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 and then mm-hmm. leave it. Okay, and then now if, if blasting with the water, it's like yeah, right. Then go a half apple cider vinegar, half water, and aim for just the nose or the mouth. All right. Okay. And so what you're okay. after is that he will leave. You know, will respond to your words that you don't need that anymore, and it's not going to hurt the you know hurt him in any way. So the mm-hmm. parents, his mom and dad, shouldn't have a problem with it. All right. Okay. And so that's why, because this is, this is unacceptable because what he's doing is being pushy with you, trying to, Mm -hmm. well, not dominate you, but just cut that, you know, like, nah, 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 look what I'm going to do, you know, kind of being that sassy kid is what it is. And so you just got, I feel like it's unacceptable and, but they're not doing anything about it. And it's like, I don't think this is okay. It's like, it's, it terrifies me. I get out of there as quick as I can. Yeah. But no, they they are very bad, excuse me, but they are very bad parents because they have an unruly child and they are not, you know, taking care of this. This is not what dogs, yeah, this is what dogs do. If you are a a wishy-washy parent, you know, all dogs should keep their uh, feet on the floor and their mouth to themselves. All right. It's one thing to walk with you or behind you, but it's another thing to come, you know, and start nipping at you and jumping on you and the whole kid and caboodle. And you, but just, but the, uh, with your word, ah, leave it, he, the dog should back off, all right? And okay. so then, then eventually you should get better and better where he's going to take you, um, you know, uh, he's going to listen to what you have to say so he doesn't have to pay the consequence of either, you know, the blast of the water or the apples, half, half apple cider vinegar, half water. When it's just okay. the water, you just blast him in the face, ah, wrong. All right. Now, don't and t- keep try to keep a side profile to him when you don't turn and totally uh, totally look at him because then that's confrontational. But if you turn sideways to him and then cr- you know cross over and blast him, ah, quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, no bite. Okay. Or I mean, wait a minute, back up. My brain went blank there. The, uh, no, <laughs> you know, you know, leave it is what we're after. Ah, leave it. Okay. But leave a side it. profile is also a calming signal to him that you don't mean him any harm. You're not becoming confrontational. So I'll keep that in mind too, to a side profile, look over your shoulder, side profile, look over your shoulder. All right. Okay. And so Thank that, you. I, I respect your opinion very much. So I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, no problem. Like I said, let me know how this goes. Cause there's always, I always got tricks up my sleeve. Okay. 
But this Perfect. is this Thank is you. the quickest one. Okay, kiddo. Thanks for calling. Take care. Thanks, Katie. You bet. Bye bye. Oh, I hate that when when owners won't. Okay, what do you get when you cross a toad and a pig? What do you cut when you cross a toad and a pig? Be back. All right. I'm so glad that the cat night is back. That is fantastic. August eighth. That's gonna be fantabulous. It really is a fun time. And honest to gosh, you know, when you watch Facebook and stuff like that, the, the, the cats do kind of. Yeah, uh, they, they just take over. I it's know, weird. It is. Because yeah. even though there's cute dog videos, I get it, but the, there's a lot of cat ones. And cats, just because they're so agile and they're so curious, they get themselves into that you can actually do that. Hopefully, somebody should put one together for dogs. Though, they know? should. They, they, yeah. are, they are out there. Okay, yeah. what do you do? What do you get when you cross a toad and a pig? A toad and a pig. Think about um, it. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, well, let me help you. Pigphibian? Uh, I don't know. A wart. Hog. A warthog. A warthog. Oh, there okay. you go. A toad and a pig, you get a wart. Okay. All right. Very funny. That's okay. good. I like that Thank one. You. That's a good one. And then now, remember Mother's Day next Sunday. Please remember your moms, all your moms, and also the moms of four-legged pets, whether you got a cat, a dog, uh, uh, alligator. <laughs> An alligator. <laughs> Whatever. Remember, they're all moms, and they all deserve something. Be kind. Get them something just for themselves or things that you know they make them happy. You know? Yeah. So, I'm very but, proud of myself. Hmm. I already have my mom's gift, Ooh. and it's wrapped. Ooh, I know. I was a. I I was just on on the game. Well, this is going to be the first year ever. This is my daughter has become a mom that she's going to be here on Mom's Day. Yeah. So I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil. Right. But I'm I've got a couple things up my sleeve. Ooh, that's well. We're going to have to learn about that. Well, yeah, you'll hear about it afterwards. And then on Sunday. Uh, before the show, yeah, I, I go go out with the Bombards. Yes, we, and we're going to High V again because it was so yeah, good I last year. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yes, yeah. and we're going again. So I'm hoping that you know Cassandra will be able to come. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe other grandma and grandpa will take care of you know, the the, of the kids. little kiddos. Okay, yeah. yeah, and so that you know she can. You she know, can come. have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. So, well, we'll keep, I'll keep my fingers crossed yes. too. I'm, I, you know, because otherwise, uh, you know, the kids are definitely can come. I know that. But, but the thing is, but, uh, you know, she doesn't want to have to watch well, out well, for she, them she's, and, Right. Well, the thing is, is that she, because she lives in Alaska, she doesn't get any time away, away from yeah. the kids. And now with the third one coming, I really want to show her that, yes, you know, give her a little time to herself. There's a third one with coming. With a look on your face. Yeah, didn't I tell you? No. Yeah, she's yeah, uh, she's due in November. That's why they're staying a month now because oh they're not coming goodness. back in November. Yeah. So she's due for the third one. So I like to show her that, you know what I mean, that you know, other people now the kids are two and four. Yeah. That they they're not t- attached to her. Yeah. Well <laughs> that yeah. you know, she can go out for two hours, just have some me time. Yeah. And then and the kids need to have their time too. Yeah. Not always be around moms. So. Right. Okay. I would tell her what? To uh, try and get a like mom son time with each of them before the baby comes, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No. That's what we're going to be doing. And definitely. pay attention to the middle kid oh, yeah. when the third one comes, because. Oh, yeah. Well, don't worry. House will let yeah. you know he's there. Believe me. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Mary. She's been patiently waiting. Okay. Sounds good. She has a question about two dogs that have food aggression. Alrighty then. Hi, Mary. How you doing? Good. Good. What kind of pupper do you got? So I have two males. Uh, one is a Vishla and one is a Schnoodle. All right. And um, now I say it's food aggression because it, that seems to be when it all started. Um, about, I would say, 
a year ago is when it first happened, when he was still just a, a pup. All right. And um, they were eating. They finished eating, and it was only like maybe five minutes after that, um, one of them got really, the schnoodle got really stiff and just had that look. Right. In his eyes, and they locked eyes, mm-hmm. and they went at it with each other. You so, bet. Um, but that had never it, it. It was complete harmony. I have three dogs actually, and the yeah. other one just stays out of it and goes and lays down in Smart. in her bed. Okay, now where do you feed the dogs? Well, okay, so at the time this happened, they were all in one room, but in separate areas. Yeah, but that doesn't make any difference. Okay. Okay, so now since that's happened, they've they've fought maybe four times now and drew blood. It gets pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Vishla out on our porch with the door closed and the other two schnoodles just eat fine together. Okay. Okay. And this is my pet peeve with a lot of multi, uh, dog owners is that they feed them in, you know, they're not together. They're in the same room, the same room. It's, it's no, you don't do that. Food is a huge thing in, in, the, uh, in the dog world. Okay. They are meant to come across like something dead. Some of the good, the thing that killed it already ate the good stuff, but the dogs come on to it and they're meant to eat really quick, really fast, and nobody can get their stuff. That's instinctual to them, all right? And so then if they overeat, they go over to the bushes and they throw up, you know, because dogs are the only ones that can throw up at their own will, all mm-hmm. right? Okay, so, so I tell everybody, I don't care what dogs you got and how, how, home you think the situation is all dogs need to be fed in separate rooms with doors between whether you want to do kennels whether you want to do laundry rooms bathrooms whatever i don't want food to even come into the gist of having problems all right and so that's why even though it seems like these two are everything's fine there's going to come a day well when the older one gets older and the younger ones well let me see you got anything in there and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose again all right. And so that's why all anybody, uh, everybody have your listening ears on is that you do not feed them in the same room in different areas. You feed them behind closed doors. End of story. Whether okay. it's a, a kennel or whatever. OK. But why? Why up until I mean, we've had our Vishla for two years now yep. and it it just suddenly happened. But I believe that it's our schnoodle that is starting it because he's the one who gets kind of, he's, he's a very snarky dog in the first place. He's yep. very jealous of our new dog that's two years old now. Right, and that's Vila, right? Yes. Okay, and so. He, we could, you know, he's just, Okay. Simply very jealous. Right. And so the th- well, he's a terrier, terrorist, okay? Yeah. Okay, now with the Vizsla, now what happens is that dogs come into sexual maturity about a year and a half to two, all okay. right? Whereas wolves, it's three to four years. Okay, so then when they come into sexual maturity, even if they're fixed, okay, it's their mindset and the whole kit and caboodle. And so my guess is that the Vizsla has, you know, gave him shots with his eyes, like, you know, you kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas, because now he's not, he's that puppiness, that puppy mush brain and such like that is starting to, you know, and now he's becoming an adult dog, okay? So now there's more challenges. And so now if your snoodle thinks, hey, 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 you, you looking at me like that? So then all of a sudden he's like taking, and now because the Vigla is becoming more of an adult, not that fun puppy puppiness, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you don't mean that. Okay, now he's like, hey, hey, hey. So then now they're locking. Now anytime they lock a glance, you want to get in there. Right. Hey, wrong. Don't even think about that. And then redirect them. Where's your ball where's this where's that 
Go ahead. Well, the fights that they've we've had a we hired a trainer to come in mm-hmm. in January because they had a really bad fight and my husband got in between them and oh, he got God. really bit up. Yep. And the trainer came in and gave us lots of good ideas, lots of tools uh-huh. that actually worked until just two weeks ago, and they got in another fight. Okay. And so, then what, the same thing. What happened? Pardon? What happened? I mean, were they eating in the same room? What was going on? No, 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 no. They've been separated. No. I so have what not were they fighting them... over? So here's what happens. It's just really weird. They eat, and I keep the vishwa out on the porch with the door closed for about... A half an hour. Okay, hold on. We're running out of time. Can you call me up at Katie's Canine? Yeah. Let's continue this because I got. I'm feeling what I know the the of this. Okay. So I should just hang on. Yeah. No. 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 Just call me up at Katie's Canines. I'm in the studio right now. I got to go home. Okay. So I won't have time today. Maybe tomorrow or Sunday. Leave me your number and I'll give you a holler. Okay. All right. Thank okay, you. Okay, kiddo. Thank you for handling on too. Thank you all for listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon. Thank you, Carly. You guys all have a great week. Think of me with my two year old and four year old. I will be tired. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.